0: I had to definitely change my life totally. Before starting with trading, I had lots of bad habits. I didn't have a healthy lifestyle. I wasn't sleeping enough. I didn't care what I eat. I used to drink alcohol, just stupid things.
1: All right guys, welcome back to the Funded Trader podcast. Today, we have Anna here, who you guys know as our content creator. You've probably seen her all over the Instagram pages, the YouTube, everywhere. So, very grateful to be sitting here next to Anna today. We're going to go into a interview and hear some stuff about her life. So, welcome.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: So, we want to uh get an idea we hear you have a crazy life story. So we want to give the uh, traders here a little bit of a background on that. So if you could tell us, how did you even get into the trading space? How did you get involved? Um, Just give us a little, little recap of that.
0: Okay. So, um, I'm originally from North Macedonia, but I moved to Sweden uh, seven years ago to study there and, um, All my childhood, um, my parents have been like telling me that education is the way out and uh, uh, I've been born and raised in a third world country and uh, things have been like challenging for everyone Um, in terms of like there is no guarantee for uh, anyone, no matter if you have education, if you're working, you might not get paid. And um, um, people are kind of like... um, very they have like very limiting beliefs and um they think that things are impossible like they don't think that there is a solution for something so the only way they deal with life is just like um getting drunk and uh waiting for the next day so living from a day to day so um i was thinking like i can use the education because i was a really good student i can use um my my uh, degrees and my uh, good skills to like get uh, into a good university and uh, I wanted to study medicine so I looked up for all the good the best universities in whole Europe um, uh, for medicine and uh, the best one was Karolinska which was in which is in Sweden so that's how I moved to Sweden and uh, the plan was to like get the degree and uh, find a job and yeah lived a life that way. But um, at the beginning, I started working as an outpair because I didn't have money to pay for my own apartment. And I lived together with a family where the mom was a doctor. So I could definitely like feel how it is to um, to be a mom and to be a doctor. And for me, family has been always on the first place. And I just asked myself, like, do I really want to be the tired, busy mom uh, when I have kids? And the answer is definitely no. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though I had like applied and everything was ready and I was gonna start like studying, um, I just decided, I just changed my mind. So the second choice was uh, biotechnology, engineering and biotechnology. So I ended up studying engineering and biotechnology, but from the first day when I went to um, classes, I was just feeling that this is not me. Like, I don't belong here. All the people, all the um, uh, students that were studying with me, they had a different mindset. They didn't have the same perspective uh, in life like I did. So I was just thinking I'm a person who wants to finish what I've started with. Mm-hmm. Um, but something inside, inside me was like telling um Telling me to look for a passion, look for something that you burn for. Cause I, I always dreamed for being like successful and huge. And I always dreamed of uh, making an impact. Um, Like it, the focus was never on myself. I always like wanted to do something bigger, not only like focusing on myself. And so that's how I started like, working on different business ideas and I had many like ups and downs with that. I tried one project, um, I didn't get the funding that I needed to start with it. Then another one, then third one. And then, um, I have a friend who knew about my ambition. I mean, he knows about my personality and mm-hmm. ambition. Um, and he, uh, taught me like, why don't you tr- start with trading? And by then I didn't know anything about trading, but, uh, I did know. I, I had a good knowledge about uh, finance and economy and business because my father has been, he has never worked for someone else in all his life. He has been a businessman. So, um, there was a part in, uh, my life when my father, uh, was indirectly forced to leave his business and I had to like help him out with everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was only 16 years old, uh, when that happened and, um, it was, uh, um, a thing that impacted the whole the family, but I was when I saw like everything that was happening, I was just feeling someone has to take the responsibility for everything here, mm-hmm. um, and um, yeah. Uh, so by then, I helped him with different tasks with the company, and uh, that's when I kind of like felt um, I like this, like uh, I like seeing. Um, the tough work behind running the business and how everything works and um, like aiming to deliver everything on time to the customers mm-hmm. and, and all that. So, um, yeah, back to the trading. So I, my friend like th- told me, why don't you like try? And I asked him, what, what is that? And he told me like, uh, yeah, you can make money from home, but he started like three, four months before me and I was like really busy uh, at that time. So I had lots of exams. I had to study hard. I had like so many jobs cause, um, I didn't want to, uh, like I wanted to support myself because Sweden is um, a country with a much higher standard that my than my home country, mm-hmm. so um, I wanted to like support myself and even support uh, my close ones when I uh, when I can. Uh, I had so many jobs. I was studying engineering at the same time, so it was super tough. And I I was thinking like, okay, I can start when I'm done with the exams, uh, but it was March uh, 2020 so we had the crash, the market, um, yeah, exactly. Um, and I bought some cryptocurrencies, like I was like thinking, okay, now is the time like to, um, like get something, even though I didn't have like much knowledge about, Mm -hmm. uh, cryptocurrencies and about investments and all that. But I put like, I was like thinking, okay, um, I will just put this amount of money in and uh, accept if I lose it because I knew that you ca- you should invest how much you can afford to lose. Exactly. Yeah. So I bought some cryptocurrencies. But what, what
1: cryptos did you purchase? Uh, in, uh,
0: it was Bitcoin, sharing. Ethereum. And after like a short time, uh, I bought Shiba when no one knew Shiba. about it. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So it was not even out on Coinbase. It was mm-hmm. not out on Binance. I bought it at one, like I don't even remember the name of the site. Yeah. Uh, but it was, I, I bought like five for $500 for a joke and, uh, I didn't believe in it. Like I never believed in sheet coins. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you
1: end up making money on Shiba? Uh,
0: <laughs> it was a funny, um, I don't know if I can call it like a stupid experience, but I I didn't have experience. So I got super excited. So from $500, it went up to (laughs) $8,500. Nice. (laughs) Nice. But I didn't take profits. Okay. Yeah. So I still keep my Shiba. I'm I'm in a profit because I bought it when it was like... Extremely cheap, mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't take the profits when it was like on the top.
1: You hear that traders, it's okay to take profit, it's yeah. okay, you don't have to go all the way to your TP. So,
0: definitely like when you notice that something is a hype and when you see like crazy numbers and things are happening like too quickly. Mm-hmm. it it should be an alert because yeah. so, everything that is pumped is going to be dumped. I had another experience with uh, Nikola Motors. Uh, I bought like lots of shares in Nikola Motors mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning when it was a hype and I saw also like a good profit with them. I didn't sell on time and then uh, I ended up in a big minus because yeah. I was just adding positions and adding positions mm-hmm. when the stock was going up. So yeah, but those things were like, um, uh, challenging to manage because it's first time I was like seeing such crazy swings in uh, amounts of money. I I was like uh, before I was earning money the hard way, like putting so much hours in work. I was yeah. working in a hotel as a receptionist whole night, and then I'm I was going to lectures at the morning, not sleeping enough. Like my um, so I had that mindset that um, it's difficult to make money. So when I saw those first numbers um, Mm. and those quick profits, I was like, wow, this is mind blowing. Like uh, I have to dig deeper and understand uh how all that works
1: 100 percent.
0: yeah so that's how i started with uh technical analysis and i started paying more attention to the videos that my friend shared with me mm-hmm. at the beginning i was like laughing at him because he was just blowing accounts yeah <laughs> and it he happens. was like come on everybody. join me yeah like, uh, and he was like come on join me join me and i was like yeah sure i can join you blowing accounts so that we can blow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> together <laughs> and comfort each other <laughs> about the losses
1: trading is very is very lonely yeah. Is that something you've discovered?
0: Definitely, definitely. So what
1: is something that you do to kind of uh just keep the right uh mindset?
0: Yeah. I think that mindset um is a huge thing, not only for trading, but also in general in life. Like in order to uh, handle different tough situations, you have to build a strong mindset. And in order to build a strong mindset, you have to get out of your comfort zone all the time. So um, about the trading mindset, I think that I didn't start building the mindset when I started with trading, but lots of life challenges that I had to face before at young age um, like helped me to start building this strong mindset that I mm-hmm. that I have. So I moved out from home when I was like 13, 15 years old. Uh, this was the first the very small young. challenge. Yeah, for me. Uh, so um, I was forced to mature, like much earlier than, um, um, than my, the people that are like my age. Uh, so those things like learned me lots of lessons. And then, um, since, since I was like, um, I was a kid, I wanted to take different challenges. Uh, uh cause I knew that, um, like I wanted to feel the adrenaline kick. I wanted mm-hmm. to, I kind of, I, I was like addicted on these um, Feeling to feel feel nervous and to compete, to Mm -hmm. fight about something. So the first uh, memory that I remember when I got out of my comfort zone and I started like doing something, it was one singing and dancing competition when I was like seven years old. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, um, I know that um, the age limit to apply for this competition Uh was higher than what I was uh, at that time. Uh, But I went home and i said to my parents i'm going to apply for this competition and i'm going to win but i was like definitely, i i, I was so confident yeah. and uh my parents like they were like oh <laughs> uh it's like they they always try to um to suppress my dreams and my goals.
1: They want They want you to stay realistic?
0: Like, yeah, yeah. So they were like always selling, telling to me, uh, don't fly too high, because if you're uh-huh. gonna fall, you're gonna get hurt. Uh, but I wasn't listening to them. That's uh, good. I was a troublesome kid. <laughs> I never listened to my parents.
1: <laughs> so you have this entrepreneurial uh, mindset you've always had since you were a kid, right? You've always yeah. been...
0: Uh, I always wanted to get out of my comfort zone. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my father uh, went there and talked to the guys that were organizing this competition, and uh, I, yeah, I managed to uh, to apply. I attended and I won first prize, which wow. was like. Um I can't describe the feeling when I was like seeing the audience mm-hmm. um, and me being so young and uh, I was feeling like a superstar yeah. on the stage and I put so many hours in preparing for it cuz uh, for ev- with everything that I start with life I want to do it the best possible way I can mm-hmm. so uh I was like really Uh, I I told my father buy me a microphone I was like practicing a choreography at home um, and uh, it was the first time when I like tasted um, the effort behind something Mm -hmm. and uh, how important it is to like go um, all in and believe in yourself yeah so after that I started with like uh, with um competitions so I've been going to different like mathematics chemistry competitions yes. uh, but um, public and international um, so that's how I uh, got the opportunity to uh, like get accepted in a university where people like really dream of getting accepted. Mm-hmm. But even though uh, I studied there, I was not fulfilled. And that's why I just decided to continue with uh, trading and um, uh, building myself up as a trader and um, a content creator. Recently. Yeah.
1: So you talk about building yourself up as a trader. What specifically does that mean to you? Like, what skills have you had to develop that you use today?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: that allow you to be a successful trader?
0: yeah Uh, there are lots of skills that you need to be a successful trader so first of all is having a strong mindset and constantly working on your mindset uh, because it's an ongoing process Um, it's a mind game so first of all is definitely discipline and patience um, I thought that I was disciplined and patient before I started with trading. But when I started with trading, I realized that I wasn't so patient and yeah. so disciplined as I thought. So, um, uh, it's definitely, I had to definitely change my life totally because before starting with trading, I had lots of bad habits. Mm-hmm. My, I didn't have a healthy lifestyle. I wasn't sleeping enough. I didn't care what I eat. Uh, I used to drink alcohol. I used to like... just stupid things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, I realized that if I want to be a good trader, I have to change all that. I have to sleep, I have to exercise in order to um, stay focused and have a sharp, um, sharp mind in order to be able to survive in this game. Because as females, we are naturally more emotional So I definitely knew that it's going to be a challenge and I definitely have to like really work on myself, my discipline, my patience and uh, my self-awareness. Because I think that something that is very important and that is keeping lots of traders back is not being self-aware. And not only like something else that I realized about myself and uh, that I have I had to work on and I'm still working on is real-time self-awareness. So you can be self-aware in general, mm-hmm. but you might not be self-aware real-time in the moment. So this is something that I had to like really work on and the way how I worked on my real-time self-awareness so that I'm not going to let my emotions to take yeah. over and to take like emotional trading decisions. It was by writing everything that I feel. So, so, um, I was, I'm, I'm keeping a journal, but not only for my trades, mm-hmm. also for my emotions. Yeah. And uh, every single morning when I wake up, I share my analysis with my accountability partner. And um, um, after that, uh, I know exactly what I want to see in the market in order to like take trades. So uh, I put alerts and then I just, it, when the alerts get triggered, I just know that I have to see one thing in, in order for me to enter, which is like, so... Which means that preparation is a very important thing Mm -hmm. and not to like end up Uh, taking impulsive trades which is something that is sometimes really hard to manage like uh, it happened to me like in april that i started with my impulsive trades again yeah so that's why i say that trading is a mental game that you have to like constantly work on so for example if i take a break from the gym and uh, i don't exercise i don't stick to my daily routine it's really Mm -hmm. easy for me to just uh get out of the track and like start doing stupid things and uh, end up with emotional trading and Mm -hmm. uh, beating myself up for things. So I think that everyone should first of all, like um, think of, um, you have to always come prepared to the markets. If you are not prepared and if you feel that you're not like calm and present and focused, you better stay away. Yeah. Um, and even like sometimes you get too excited and you're too happy. Those are not good mom- moments to trade either. So you should definitely approach the market with a very neutral mind.
1: Yeah. So I wanted to bring something up. You you did mention um, how you female traders are, right? Yeah. So female traders, It's a- already 90% of <laughs> traders are failing. So for those percentage of traders out there that are female that are really doing this, shout out to you guys because it's not easy, but I just wanted to say like, uh, female traders, what what advice do you have for them? For people, females who believe that this is something they want to do, they want to seriously pursue as a career. Yeah. What advice do you have for them?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: in a very male dominated space.
0: Yeah. I, I, I like the challenge. I like to be like um, somewhere where not, I want to like, do things that not many people want to do. So I know that many females just think, okay, it's a male dominated industry. I'm going to just stay away. They don't have the courage to just step in and show that, um, I can do everything that someone else is doing. Like, uh, for me, I, th- I know that we are very emotional, uh, mm-hmm. naturally. And um, there are, of course, advantages and disadvantages for that. Uh, we have a better sense, of, better intuition, um, which, true. Is, which is important, but we're also uh, more emotional. And something that is very important, uh, not only for females, but also for other traders, is to understand that emotions is nothing bad uh we should like uh, look at the emotions just as signals like mm-hmm. the signals on the market that we get when it's time to buy or sell mm-hmm. um so um emotion is nothing bad it's just something that is trying to tell you something about yourself and about about your mental state um and so it's
1: good you think it's good for people to feel their feelings and experience absolutely, them, absolutely not hold them back
0: no 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 like i know that many people say that it's about um trading without emotions. We can't trade without emotions because even to click this button, you have to be confident to to Mm -hmm. press the button. So uh, people that say that we should trade without emotions are people that are not aware that there is emotion behind every single action that we take. Uh, So... It's about being aware about the emotions and understand what they're trying to tell you and uh, find a way how to deal with those emotions, which was for me holding, like writing about everything. So let's say I was entering a trade and uh, the trade was going against me and it was coming close to the stop loss before I used to like panic and close the trade. And then the trade turns and uh, hits my TP and yeah. I was frustrated and I, I would like enter crazy lots. Of out of madness and like i've done so many mistakes and
1: everyone everyone's done that yeah
0: yeah. so such kind of things, i i just learned that if i'm writing i'm aware of my emotions at the moment Mm -hmm. which is like the real-time awareness it allows you to process everything exactly so when i share my plan with the uh with my accountability partner i just know that um I just have to stick to the plan. So I'm writing, I'm fearful, I feel this emotion, I feel that emotion, but I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to be um, a good trader and stick to my plan. So I'm constantly writing it while I'm observing the trade. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm always like prepared before I enter the trade on what I'm going to do, because I know that when we are in a trade, those are emotional decisions. Even though you might think that you are fine, you're calm, um, it's better to know... Where, What is your target profit? Where would you take partials before you enter the trade? Because uh, this is not gonna, it's gonna be a rational decision. It's not gonna mm-hmm. be an emotional decision. And to go back to uh, female traders, yeah. Um, yeah. I think that uh, the females, I think it's more like a society thing uh, and uh, it's a limiting belief that females have. Um, like in general, um, it's hard to uh, be in a male dominated industry uh, because uh, many like males are disrespectful. They try to put you down uh, and this uh, journey is difficult and you don't need someone who is going to make it even more difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, uh, I'm using whenever someone is trying to put me down I'm using that as a motivation to just mm-hmm. show them i'm going to show you what i can i'm going to show yeah. you what
1: using it as fuel
0: exactly yeah so this would be like everyone is different every female is different every male is different every individual is different so we have like different ways of coping with different things and dealing with different things so they should definitely find their own um way of dealing with different situations, but to all the females out there, I just wanna say that get out of your comfort zone and grow. And uh, uh, with the intuition that we have, I think that we can get much farther, much more far than any uh, male out there. So it's not about like being a male or a female, it's about having the right mindset Mm -hmm. and uh, chasing your dreams, not giving up and just, uh, um, yeah, uh, growing. Uh, as a person. And that's how you're going to make it in this industry as well.
1: And you talk about not giving up. So have have there been plenty of times throughout your journey where you maybe thought about giving up?
0: Um, I always believed in myself. So um, not only about trading, but also about different uh, other different challenges that I took in my life. I always believed in myself, but of course, it's very difficult when, uh, when you're going through difficult mm-hmm. periods, uh, and for this, of course, I've been at the moment of a difficult period, uh, of those difficult periods I've been thinking, um, like, should I give up? Should I, like, does all that make sense? Like I'm I'm going through so much emotional suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the money that I was blowing at the beginning were like money that I've been earning in a very hard way. Uh, so I was very like, like really um, uh, attached to those money. Yeah. So I've been feeling many times Uh, Is it going to be worth it? But Mm -hmm. those moments were like really short. Mm -hmm. Um, So I know how I'm coping with different things. And uh, I know what I need to do in such moments in order to get out of this um, uh, bad mindset. So uh, something that I do uh directly is going to the gym and running until like i fall <laughs> yeah <laughs> like getting you out, get out bat- of your brain exactly. right? you gotta get out of your head yeah and then uh, i just go home take a cold shower and i sleep and then i know that the next day i'm gonna be stronger yeah this is just the lesson and it just continue so i never uh the moment when i was feeling that i want to give up it was just a short moment like uh, um let's say blowing an account and then like feeling mm-hmm. down of course you're not going to be happy if you blow an account <laughs> <laughs> so that day i could feel down but the next day i'm a totally different person and i'm just thinking forward because you can change what has happened uh like mm-hmm. back in time but what you can change it what what you can uh, what what is in your hands is the actions that you're gonna take today and tomorrow
1: yeah. And I think the biggest thing about trading that maybe many people don't realize is that you are going to fail. You're going to fail a hundred percent of the, like of your journey. Yeah, You're going to lose trades. Really, it's a
0: really hard game. And, um, what I don't like with social media, and that's why I decided to become a content creator as well, is that lots of things are shown in a totally wrong picture, mm-hmm. and that's why it makes uh, everything, almost every single trader to go to go through much more suffering than uh, what um, they should go. Mm-hmm. So um for example the bad, the wrong expectations that we have at the beginning yeah. that like 90% if not 95 for the traders size is from like social media. Yeah. Because I mean,
1: people think they can just make a million dollars in trading. In a very short
0: time and that it's super easy and that you can make car. it from the, from the beach a while. Like this is not real. And I was just thinking this wrong mindset, cause I had that wrong mindset mindset at the beginning. And, uh, I'm talking to so many traders and I can see that lots of traders have this wrong mindset. And mm-hmm. this is something that holds us back. Um, of course, and makes the journey much harder.
1: So when you, when you said detaching, I think that's a very important point because it's not really until you can actually detach yourself from the trade yeah, and detach yourself from the outcome of your trades, then that's when you actually are able to uh, see like the manifestation of your work. You be able to see your Profitability, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, where, whenever you're attached to something, you you should never expect that something good is going to happen because you take emotional decisions uh, for things that you're attached to. Um, and something else that uh, people should think of is acceptance because when you work on your acceptance to accept the things as they are mm-hmm. and just continue, this is also like help, helping in the... Um, from being attached to becoming like detached from things that you do.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I wanna get into a little bit of your, your technical. So, if you could just tell me, like, if you close your eyes and imagine what is your perfect trade setup, what does it look like? Walk me through everything.
0: Yeah. Uh, the perfect trade setup is. Um, like for you yeah uh, many of you know i guess that i'm an ICT student uh so my perfect setup is grabbing a previous day uh liquidity uh and making a market structure shift on a 5 minutes uh with displacement this, this is my perfect setup nice. and has like a really good win win rate and but doesn't happen so often <laughs> <laughs> so you got to be like really patient to wait for yeah. something like that and of course combine it with daily bias and uh it's important to spot where the liquidity is in mm-hmm. the direction of the market, and then I'm just waiting for a previous day high grab of liquidity and uh, market structure shift on mark five minutes with this person.
1: I'm starting to see these ICT students everywhere. Yeah. Pretty much, they're blowing up, right? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you were to give some advice to somebody who maybe doesn't know about ICT, doesn't know who he is or the strategy, yeah, um, what would you say is maybe just a couple of the the most important Uh, tools or skills you've learned from ICT?
0: Yeah, Um, I'm a person who is always like seeking for logic. And uh, even before ICT, I had another strategy that was two other strategies that were profitable. Um, But there was not much, I couldn't find logic behind them. And uh, that's why um, I was just seeking for something that is gonna make sense. And um, when I started uh, studying ICD concepts, uh, that's when I felt first time it makes sense, like why price is doing mm-hmm. what it's doing. And uh, when I was like sitting and back testing and uh, forward testing and analyzing the charts, I was mind blown of the accuracy about the like with the concepts that ICD yeah. is teaching. So, um, I know that many, I received lots of messages, messages from traders asking like, what is the best playlist? What is the best video to watch? Yeah. Uh, I don't think like the best video for me might not be the best video for you. Cause I agree. trading is very individual and you should find the model that suits your personality. There is no, like you cannot replicate what someone else is doing cause you cannot be inside of someone else's head mm-hmm. and, uh, and know what they're thinking at the moment. So, um, yeah, the things that I like, the playlist that I uh, like the most, and that gave me really like um, clear. Picture about trading and about the concepts that he teaches is uh, the market maker series and the market maker primer course. Okay. Um, I was um, I've been watching like lots of other uh, videos also like from 216 uh, mm-hmm. mentorship. Uh, I think it was month four or month month five, which is focused mainly on order blocks. Uh, so I haven't watched uh, all the videos I haven't watched the whole like mentorship 2022 Mm -hmm. but uh, I didn't need to watch like everything in order to like uh, have my model and just stick to it Um, so I would say to to everyone who is like um, uh, trying to make it with ICD concepts uh, just watch some things here and there and um, like some videos and uh, when you like um when you feel that there is something that you grasp really easily and quickly without getting f- confused
1: mm-hmm. i'm not going to lie when i first i remember when i first watched ict's uh videos for the first time this is like ingrained in my memory mm. is that i was i'm not going to lie sorry ict i was very very struggling to keep my attention on the video and i felt like it was so uh so intricate mm. and so deep and so technical, and I wasn't there yet. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm glad that I went through and watched those videos because you just, sometimes you just have to get thrown into this
0: yeah, to this information. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, uh, a good thing, about, I think that something that was beneficial for me was that I started with different SMC courses. Uh, I didn't know about ICT by then, so I I've been, I um, I went through three different SMC courses and then I bought a mentorship from one ICT student. And, and by then I didn't know that he was an ICT student. Mm-hmm. So I got familiar with the terminology uh, in a simpler way, uh, which was definitely beneficial for me to then... Uh, Go uh, When I got to know that this person was an ICD student, I just got curious to understand where, where this all originated from. Uh, but this guy had a ready model and uh, this model, I like the model that he was using. So mm-hmm. I just... Um, went to uh, ICT's YouTube channel and I tried to find like all the videos that are exactly for the concepts that this guy was uh, using. Mm-hmm. And then by watching different, um, uh, it was really easy for me to understand ICT from the beginning. And I see that many because people struggle Because you had already yeah. the
1: prior knowledge.
0: Yeah, so... Maybe people that are just starting with ICT, it's better to like start with the simpler SMC course that is just teaching simple like order blocks, liquidity, imbalances, Mm -hmm. and then go over to ICT. uh, Because, yeah, he uses more advanced um, words and uh, he's going much deeper. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's better to like first get terminology from a simpler course and then go over to studying ICT.
1: So, um, you're here in Miami now yeah. for, for the weekend. How does it feel to be, uh, you know, away from, from Europe and, uh, and here trading like, tell me about how trading has changed your life.
0: Um first of all the the thing that yeah I'm happy to be here in Miami it's the first time for me to come to the US um I, I was super tired yesterday from the jet lag but yeah. um uh something that I'm uh feeling from like from the start from the beginning is that it's a place full of op- opportunities and there are so many ambitious people here and I think that surrounding yourself with ambitious individuals is going to help you uh to get To to the next level, exactly, exactly. And this is something that I'm lacking in Sweden, to be honest. Like, Mm -hmm. um, there are not so many people that aim high and want to achieve like crazy goals and dream big. Um, so this is something that I really like about, uh, about Miami and about uh, US. I will later like travel a little bit and explore a little bit more. Yeah. Um, But I can definitely see that you kind of have everything here that you can wish for.
1: Yeah, I mean, people who are starting trading from America versus like other countries, right? It's just totally, they're having, Totally different experiences, right? Yeah,
0: I mean, you can connect with other traders, and when you go through different things with someone else, it's much easier to handle everything. Like mm-hmm. when you see that someone else is losing and making or making money, you you can understand that okay, I'm not the only one going through all this. Um, and the loneliness is in this game is a huge problem. Uh, and when you think that like at the beginning I was thinking, is, is it only me who is just like losing and who can't like find profitability and catch those crazy trades? Cause I used to, um, follow lots of, um, uh, gurus on Instagram mm-hmm. which is which I think was a really bad habit because uh, I started like comparing myself to them and uh, people were posting like 1 to 20, 1 to 30 uh, the SMC goats. <laughs> how were
1: you finding these like uh, trading influencers? Was it like on the Discover page on Instagram where people tagging you? Uh,
0: like, how were you
1: finding this kind of content?
0: It was mainly like through YouTube. Suggestions. YouTube. The yeah. YouTube traders. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I've been like, uh, yeah, every single guru that I found was through YouTube Um, or maybe my friend sending me a video Mm -hmm. and saying like, it's a good one, uh, watch it. Um, So that's how I was like finding them. But something that I I wanted to like mention was that uh, many SMC uh, traders. Uh, like um, show like one to thirty, one to fifty trades, and yeah. I don't think that this is uh, realistic. R- realistic, yeah. Or they don't, they're not showing how many losses they have because mm-hmm. uh, a mistake that I did uh, at the beginning of this journey of this smart money concept journey was having a crazy tight stop loss and having a crazy like. Mm-hmm. Uh, risk to reward and I was hitting lo- so many losses in a row uh, and I couldn't, I knew that it's no, there is no way for me to manage so many losses in a row and waiting for this one to 20 setup to save me. That's why I digged into ICT and I found a way to like, um, like got rid of those bad habits too.
1: Yeah. I mean like a wise trader named Oliver Velez once said this, he said, show me your losses, don't show me your wins because the wins, no one, no one needs to see the wins, but it's all about the losses. What can you learn from these losses? And by looking at your losses, how are you losing? Are they little? Are they, consi- yeah. are they consistent?
0: And, and, and people should understand that not all losses are bad losses. Like you should, if you're sticking to your plan, no matter how many times you're gonna lose in a row, uh you should not consider that as a bad loss bad losses are when you uh violate your rules and mm-hmm. you don't stick to your plan
1: tell me about your rules do you, what? what are your rules uh
0: my rules well i have a couple <laughs> i have many of them uh but when it comes to like analysis uh as i said i want to come to the markets prepared so i do a top-down analysis from weekly down to like um Five minutes is the time frame when I execute. Five, the lowest I go is three minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do my top-down analysis. I spot uh, uh, liquidity, and then I drop to like uh, lower time frames and um, uh, try to understand the narrative uh, of the markets. And I rule number one is never take a trade without seeing that liquidity is grabbed. Um, Another thing is... If you
1: can't see the liquidity, you are the liquidity.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So one of the rules, like rule number one is definitely like never enter if you don't see a liquidity, clear liquidity grab. Mm. And uh, um, another thing is don't try to go against the trend. Because, yeah, many people lose a lot of money just trying to catch the top or the bottom. It's better to just uh, wait to see where the market is going and then join and take this profit out of it. Um, yeah, so, and I do have like rules on when to take TP1. Usually mm-hmm. I, um, I have, I, I take my first partial on the first liquidity grab or at an order block or 50% of a fair value gap. Okay. It all depends on like uh, So you're the taking partials
1: con- wherever it makes sense.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. And it's the same for like the stop loss and the TP. I don't have like a strict like 10 pips or 15 pips stop loss and 20 pips TP or something Mm -hmm. like that. I always just try to analyze and I want that things are going to make sense for me. It should make sense where I should put the stop loss, where I should put the TP. Um, Yeah. And that's when you kind of realize if you have understanding for the market or not. But of course there are always there will be times when you you are not so focused, you don't mm-hmm. analyze well. That's why it's important to be in the zone, so to say, and to understand like when are the right moments to trade. Um, it's not
1: every day and it's mm, not every no, minute of the definitely day. Definitely
0: not. And especially if something else is going on in your life that mm-hmm. is not related to trading, you should not expect that you're going to see good results. Like um uh, last year I've been pushing it too hard and I've been going through something that was super challenging for me. Uh, and I wasn't seeing the results, but, and I was kind of like beating myself up for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, and after the things like calmed down and started like, um, yeah, when things were like better and uh, I was less stressed, I just realized like, w- what did I try to do? Like, how could I expect that I'm gonna have good results when-
1: mm-hmm. Just keep pushing it and you keep pushing it, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, failing challenges and all that and uh, expecting that I'm gonna have like uh, good results when uh, I'm sad, when I'm stressed, when I, when I'm not in a good mental position.
1: Let's talk about the challenges and the funding, right? So, you know, as we all know, these kinds of challenges and funding was not always available yeah. to us. It's right? a
0: game changer. It's it is. Cha- so can you tell our viewers? Tra- traders. So um, it's, it's a really good thing that we have the prop firms now because mm-hmm. uh, most of the traders are starting with uh, no capital. And um, um, I believe that if the tr- the preference were not there, it was going to be uh, much harder for all of us and it was going to be much easier to lose hope and give up. But now knowing that you just have to master your skill and you can get this big capital in a short time, if you know what you're doing, then um, it's a totally different game. It's about just focusing on the process and uh, developing a plan on how to build your funding and how to build your capital. And uh, when I started with the challenges, um, I had a different approach. Yeah, because I was going to say,
1: I know there's a lot of traders out there watching this video that are maybe struggling with the challenge.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, um, like recently, I changed. I I changed the way I was thinking about challenges. Mm-hmm. Like um, I had a period when I was like. Risking more in trying to pass quick, and then so I when just you're, when uh, you're saying
1: risking more, what what percentage?
0: Like one percent, two percent per uh, per position. Uh, and then I wasn't like I lost my confidence because I was like uh, losing uh, many challenges. Mm-hmm. And then I just decided, okay, I'm going to be calm and like take it like super easy. So mm-hmm. I started like sticking to 0.25% per trade. Okay. But this ended up in like Too getting small? retries, retries, retries all the time. So I was not failing the challenge, but I got so many retries. Yeah. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, um, it's, I'm not getting anywhere. And something that I realized. Yeah. Something that I realized by talking to so many traders, I just see that people that are making the good money are the people that are risking more but of course you cannot just like sit there and decide, okay, I'm going to risk more from today. You have to first understand your risk tolerance and build a plan behind it and know how you're going to deal with it. Like Mm -hmm. have a solid plan on how you're going to work on your mental game as well while um, going into into those challenges. So something that I want to change with my uh, challenge, like with the way I trade challenges is uh, going a bit, little bit harder than I used to do before because like lately I've had like really good results in terms of like risk to reward but due to my low um like percent risk of percentage mm-hmm. I haven't seen like big numbers and those so are you're things- winning your
1: trades but you're not getting as much back as you want to see
0: yeah yeah so um but this is of course giving me confidence in my trading style and that's why like now i feel okay i'm going to prepare a plan and uh and uh uh, start risking more uh but of course i'm not gonna like jump on the biggest channel challenge yeah Uh, i want to like develop a proper plan and uh um and like learn first how to handle it emotionally with smaller challenges and then uh, start mm-hmm. with bigger ones. Definitely.
1: Yeah. You made a good point for those traders out there struggling on the challenge. You don't have to jump up to a hundred K account. It's okay to start small and get used to the rules, get yeah. used to the dashboard, the, the everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: The execution. Um, so what is next for you?
0: Um, next, I have lots of goals and plans, but um, yeah, with trading, I just want to um, get more funded capital and uh, grow. I I want to be one of the best female traders.
1: There you go, you heard it here. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I will be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna see me there. I believe it. <laughs> I believe in myself um, and. Um, like something else is content creation. Mm-hmm. I want to inspire uh, more traders, hopefully female traders, to join this uh, industry and not make it like too male-dominated. Yeah. But like find unequal uh, an points. Um, and as well as like make people aware of the importance of the mental game and the mindset as well as um, um, not having the wrong expectations from the beginning because this is going to save you from so many bad feelings and so many bad experiences. And uh, yeah, so I want to um, grow my social media and uh, grow as as an influencer or content creator. Uh, I'm really happy that I got the opportunity to uh, work with uh, TFT. Yeah. It's such a great community. It is. Like, we're such an amazing family, supportive family. And um, it's something that is really great because um, through everything that I've been, uh, I've been, like, totally alone. But mm. right now, I feel that there are so many people around me that are inspiring me, that are keeping me motivated, There, that, yeah. that, like... You know, Um, we have
1: almost 100K traders in the Discord right now. So our community is growing every single day.
0: Yeah. yeah. And
1: everybody's focused on the same goal. So it's definitely good to surround yourself with those kinds of people.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's very important to talk to people that have like similar goals and similar Mm -hmm. mindset. um, Because this is definitely going to help you to, um, to see things that you weren't aware of. Like I'm learning every single day by talking to those amazing traders that we have. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So two more questions and then we can go ahead and wrap this up. Yeah. My first question for you is, I know you've interviewed countless traders from Mm -hmm. all over the world. What is one piece of advice or what is some similarities you're seeing in these traders Mm -hmm. that you're taking note of and you're saying, okay, maybe I should do this. Or what is something you think other people can learn from these traders who have already gotten paid out with TFT.
0: Yeah, uh, detachment.
1: The detachment. That's yeah. really like the biggest thing, right? The that's key. the
0: biggest thing. Like people that are making the good profits, those are people that are totally detached uh, from their trades, like and from losing a challenge. Those are people that just uh, go on the charts with totally neutral mind and they don't care pretty much like what is going to be the outcome of the trade. They just focus on the process. They're not focusing on the results, Mm -hmm. just focusing on the process. So this is the thing that all the good traders have in common.
1: Great. So the last question I have for you is if there's anything you could change about your journey from, from when you told me that day, when you first found out about trading, investing, Mm -hmm. you got into crypto to where you are now, what is something that you would change?
0: Um, If there's anything. uh, Of course, there are things that I wished I did in a different way. Um, But I think that all the failures that I went through are good failures because all of them taught me a lesson uh, and helped me to grow more as a person and to develop a stronger mindset. But something that I definitely would have done different is close social media, not follow any um, trader influencer because mm-hmm. we don't know if we are seeing real numbers and it's really easy to like start comparing yourself with others and and uh, ending up with a bad mindset because when you're not focused on yourself you can't grow
1: everybody has their own journey right everybody yeah. has to experience their own lessons their own mistakes it, exactly
0: everything. so something that i would have done different is definitely like not following what others are doing but just focusing on myself i think that if i if I had done that much earlier, I would see success much earlier. Cause these brought like lots of struggle and uh, like wrong, uh, yeah, wrong
1: expectations.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, thank you so much, Anna. This was an amazing interview, really. I learned so much. The, I'm sure the audience did as well. There was a lot of great nuggets in there. Um, so thank you again for coming on and sharing your story with everybody. I really appreciate it, we, we really do.
0: Thank you so much for having me and it's been my pleasure yeah. to share the journey. So
1: guys, make sure to like, subscribe, and comment below. We'll see you on the next video.